popolitikin.com. Welcome to the Popolitikin Show. Founded in 2008, Popolitikin is a hip-hop meets self-help brand. With each interview, we teach the babies and share success secrets with you, the listener. Past guests of the Popolitikin Show include Yo Gotti, Currency, MC Light, BG, Dead Press, Rashida, Project Pat, and more. We also showcase the future upcoming stars of hip-hop. Subscribe on iTunes and get automatic updates of each podcast episode. Popolitikin.com Welcome back to Popolitikin. We're now politicking with Mitchell Dayhood. Mitchell Dayhood is a top hypnotherapist and performance coach and founder of the ChampionsHearts.com. He specializes in empowering creative professionals to overcome chaos, confusion, fear, and doubt in their minds so they can live a purposeful and passion of their heart. He regularly writes and speaks to subjects of personal development, spiritual growth, and have given away over half a million dollars in free products and programs to empower people around the world. At the end of this interview with, with Mitchell today, he'll be sharing how you can get a free copy of his book, Breakthrough Genesis. So I'm happy to have Mitchell on the show. How you doing, Mitchell? I'm doing really good. How about you, Chris? I'm doing great. So the first thing I just want you to talk about, um, how did you get into uh, hypnotherapy? I just want to make sure. I'm saying it right now, right? Hypnotherapy? That's how you yeah, say it? hypnotherapy. Okay. How did you get involved? Like, Can you tell us your background and how you got involved with that field? Okay, um, I'm gonna share your audience. I mean, you could, we could probably spend the whole interview just on that, but I'm gonna try to abbreviate it for you. It really started over 30 years ago, and at that time, I was I was very avid golfer. Okay, and in fact, I I loved it so much, I I was even considering or wanting to play professionally. So I, I practiced really hard. I hit hundreds of golf balls a day. I practiced my short game three or four hours a day. You know, at some point I got to a level where, you know, from head to toe I had a perfect golf swing. I mean, I could get all the shots to pros because hit putting was the best part of my game. And there was a nationally ranked, you know, recognized instructor that said, man, you've got this perfect golf swing, you should be one of the best golfers out there. And yet, when it came to competition, I simply wasn't fulfilling my potential, not even close. That caused me to begin to ask the question, why is that? How, how could that be? Maybe you've got listeners out there that, Either they or someone they know, you know, they've got all this talent and ability, but for some reason it just doesn't seem to result in the type of success or experience that they want. So I began this journey of asking this question, why is it? How can I have all this ability, and yet I'm not fulfilling that potential that's clearly there and visible by others? And so I started studying everything I could on, on power of subconscious mind, on visualization, all these things. Then I began to study even more formally, and I became studied to become certified in clinical hypnotherapy. Now, as part of that training, I did a six-month clinical internship. And this led me to one of my first big discoveries, which became part of the great progressive process that I'll talk about later. But during that process, I would see several clients. They'd come in to me. They would tell me what it was they wanted to work on. And so we'd work on that together. We would you know, talk about their issues. We would obviously take them through a hypnosis and hypnotherapy process, and at the end of it, they would either get what they said they wanted or more, and the thing that was interesting to me was, after they got what they said they wanted, a significant number of cases, they still weren't experiencing that, the joy, the fulfillment that they 
something like in the beginning. So I just thought that was interesting. So I started to ask myself, well, why is that? And they said they wanted this thing, they got that thing, but yet they still wouldn't experience the fulfillment and happiness they thought they would. So I continued you know, pondering that question, studying, and it came about towards the end of my second year of studying for my master's degree in spiritual psychology. At that point, I was really facing a very difficult and challenging decision in my own life. I was really trying to figure out the right answer, whatever that might be. And I was struggling and struggling and trying to figure it out. And at some point, almost out of sheer exhaustion, I just kind of gave up, took a deep breath. I kind of naturally just dropped to this deeper level. And once I dropped to that deeper level, instantly the answer came to me. It just came to me. It was so clear, and I knew it was the right the right answer for me. And then what would you... So what I did... Oh. Go ahead, Chris. No, I was going to say, so what do Because I mean, actually, I just had a... I just had a doctor on here, and he was talking about hitting that deeper level. So what, I just wanted you to kind of go a little deeper on that. Like, what did you do when you, you said you had to go to that deeper level? Right. So, in that moment, I simply... It was almost like I was giving up trying to figure it out. When I gave up trying to figure it out at the conscious mental level, I then gave myself the space to naturally drop down mm. at a deeper level. Okay. Now, I do have a process that's part of the breakthrough genesis process where I, I tell people specifically how they can get to that deeper level. But at that moment, it wasn't anything that I was trying to do conscious. It just happened. Okay. And then in terms of later on in studying, well, how did that happen so that I could you know, teach others how to do that, that I developed. That is part of the process. Okay. So, and also, the interesting thing, too, is once I dropped down to that deeper level and I got this answer, then this whole download, of, which came in the form of a poem or a song uh, called Listen to Your Heart. You know, I just came out of the United wrote that down. And, and you, know, you know, I know you, you interviewed lots of um, musical artists and, and whatnot, and you know, for the thousands of years, you know, everybody's talked about the heart and the power of love and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's always been, I think, talked about in terms of a, a philosophical idea. Yeah, and I would say, I know you saying the heart, so I want you to ask you, ask you, how did you come with your, create your company, The Science Champion's Heart? Science has proven, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that the heart is powerful. The heart actually has its own brain. And the heart actually sends more information to the brain than the brain ever sends to the heart. So it's a very strong connection. It is powerful. And we can maybe talk about that a little bit. But so, you know, I was in my, was finishing my, my master's degree in spiritual psychology, and I, and I, and in that moment, what I realized was, okay, when people were telling me what they wanted, they weren't telling me what they really wanted. They weren't telling me what they would really fulfill them if they actually accomplished it. They were telling me what they had been conditioned to want. Whether it's by society, whether it's by, you know, family, uh, you know, education, whatever. They were telling me what they had been conditioned to want. So they needed to get to that deeper level, what I call heart level. That's that place inside of them that knows the truth about who they are, why they're here, purpose, path, and mission they're meant to follow and fulfill. When they ask the question of that place, they're going to get the answer, it is right for them. And then, 
Yeah, when they start to work on that, when they get what it is they really want, they will have that wonderful freeing experience of fulfillment, of love, of peace, of joy, and abundance. Hmm. Okay. So the, the, the breakthrough genesis process, that's where we begin, is connecting people to that place, then asking them a series of questions, get clear on what they really want. So how did you come up with the company you're doing now, The Champion's Heart? Right, so that really came about back in, in 2008. At that time, I was, uh, I was a store manager at a very high-end men's clothing store in Beverly Hills, and it's something I really enjoyed doing. I, I like passion. I, I, I like dealing with the people and, and all that. And at that time, as you may remember, the economy was really starting to go down. And certainly retail was hit really hard. And I was released from that position. And I started, you know, as I did in previous times in my life, I simply sent out a you know, bunch of resumes, expecting good interviews, and nothing happened. I sent out hundreds of resumes, and nothing happened. So I started to ask myself a question again, why is that? And after a while, I, the answer came to me that, well, maybe I'm supposed to be doing something, something else. And I said, well, if I'm supposed to be doing something else, what might that be? Then I started looking around me, and what I saw was a lot of people experiencing their deep and profound unhappiness. And I knew that I had learned some tools and processes and techniques to get people out of that, to transform that. So that's when I started Champions Heart. That's when I started putting together in a much more formal and systemized way the Breakthrough Genesis process. And why do you think a lot of people find it difficult to make a uh, long-lasting change in their lives? Well, it really comes down to the unconscious, or some people might say the subconscious mind. The thing about the subconscious mind is it, it's incredibly powerful. And it can create virtually anything. The challenge is that the subconscious mind does not have the power of reason. So what that means is Whatever is contained in the subconscious mind, the subconscious mind will go about creating and manifesting in your life. Whether it's positive or negative, it doesn't distinguish between the two. It simply assumes that whatever is contained within the subconscious mind is to be created and manifested in a person's life. The challenge comes from the time that you're born until about seven years old, you're accumulating all these beliefs in your subconscious mind. These beliefs are not... They're not based on reality. They're based on your perception of reality. And this is the perception of a young, vulnerable, impressionable child. The main being doesn't have all the information regarding a particular experience. Yet the form of this belief is accepted as fact by the subconscious mind. And just maybe to give you an example of what that might be, let's say that Chris is a young child, maybe you're four or five years old, and, and you're, you're playing in your room and with your toys, and you're having a great time. And maybe in another room, your mom and dad or significant caretakers arguing about something. And they could be arguing about anything. It has nothing to do with you. They're arguing. Maybe dad forgot to take the trash out again, or he left his dirty socks on the floor again, or, or mom spent too much money on a new dress even though it was on sale. They're arguing about something that has absolutely nothing to do with you. With you as a young, vulnerable, impressionable child, you start to think, wow, I must have done something wrong. That's why mommy and daddy are arguing. So you start to take that 
challenge the belief about yourself it starts to make you feel less than it starts to limit who you are and, and, and the possibilities that are available in your life and that happens thousands upon thousands of times from the time you're about time you're born until about seven years old and then there's another area of mind that forms which is called the critical area of mind and what that does is it seals in what's already in the subconscious mind all these beliefs that have been were formed from the time you're born until seven, they get sealed in. And they also, that critical area might also block out any new ideas or new beliefs that don't agree with what's already in there. That creates a huge dilemma for people. And you can be working hard and maybe making progress towards something, but at some point, the beliefs in the subconscious mind are going to bring you back to what's contained in the subconscious mind. So let's you have a way of, of bypassing that critical area of mind, which is what we do in hypnosis and hypnotherapy, identify those limiting beliefs and replace them with new beliefs, like ripping weeds out of a garden and planting a beautiful flower. Unless you have a way of doing that, it's almost impossible to make a positive, lasting change in somebody's life. So in your book, in your book, it's called Breakthrough Genesis, How to Create a Real Breakthrough in Your Life. You talk about the breakthrough genetic um, genesis process, genesis process, my bad. Can you can you give us an overview about that? Yeah. First of all, I, I want to let you know, I decided to change the name. And the reason is, I thought Breakthrough Genesis was a pretty cool name. I mean, breakthrough, I mean, everybody wants to make a breakthrough in their life. Genesis is about creation, so creating a breakthrough. And I found that Lots of didn't necessarily get what the book was about. So I'm, I'm gonna, you're going to be the first person to know I'm, I'm retitling it. And I have a new version coming out next month. It's going to be Unleashing the Power of Your Purpose. Hmm. I think that's a lot easier to, to get what the book is really about. Okay. So unleashing the Power of Your Purpose. And the very few Genesis is a part of how you unleash the power of your purpose. Because I alluded to earlier, the first part of that is you know, connecting that place inside yourself. That place inside of you that knows the truth about who you are, why you're here, purpose, path, and mission, you're to follow and fulfill. Because there's a process that takes people through getting connected deeply to that place. And once you're deeply connected to that place, there's a series of six questions that I haven't asked that place inside of themselves that knows the answer. So the purpose of these questions is to help them get really clear on what it is they really want in whatever area of life they're looking to achieve something more in. And get really clear on why it's important to them personally. Not why is it important to mom or dad or, or their spouse or, or anybody else. No, why is it important to you personally to have that experience? What is it costing you in your life not to have that experience? And if you were to continue on the path that you're on now, what would your life look like in 10 years from now? Probably not something that you want or would desire. Okay? And if you were to wake up tomorrow and you have this experience that you really want and desire, how would your life look and feel differently than it does now? And finally, how committed are you? On a scale of 1 to 10, how committed are you taking the action necessary to have that experience that you really want and you'll bring true fulfillment to your life? Once we get really clear on that, on what they really want, 
I would say been conditioned more by society or education or our upbringings. Then we can begin the work of creating a plan of action to actually create or manifest that in their life. So then the next phase of the Break to Genesis process is a seven-step, basically, creating a plan of action. And so the beginning of that plan of action is getting really clear on that, on the desired outcome. So the six steps help you get really clear on that. Once you've been identified and clarified what it is you want, then you start moving backwards and identifying the action steps necessary to create that. And this is something I actually got back from my golf training. So in golf, you know, if I'm on the tee and I'm hitting a, a drive down the fairway, I'm not, I don't just want to hit it down the fairway. I want to take an exact spot on that fairway that I want the ball to hit. It's going to set me up for the next shot. So I first visualize the exact spot, and then visualize the fly of the ball through the air and landing on that spot. And I get a sense of the feel of the rhythm or the action it's going to take to produce that fly of the ball through the air and landing on that spot. And then I go ahead and I step up the ball and make sure that I'm lined up properly to hit the ball on that flight, landing on that spot. Then I simply relax and then swing the club. So that's once you've identified what you really want, now you're going to work yourself back step by step in that point to where you are now and identify as many steps as you can. And I want to emphasize that as many steps as you can. You don't have to know all the steps. Just identify as many as you can. The most important thing is, is that you identify your next on your next step. And you know, once you take that, more and more steps will be revealed as you continue on. And the interesting thing that I've discovered is that quite often, many steps will just kind of take care of themselves. You don't know which one's over going to be. So you have to be committed to taking all the steps. But once you've identified as many steps as you can, then you, then you assign realistic completion dates for each one of those steps. Okay? And realistic. So I would much rather have somebody put, give themselves much more time than they think than less time and then not meet that date and like they failed because they didn't meet the date, even if they got it you know, a few days or a week or a month later. Okay? Hmm. It's about you know, conditioning and setting yourself up for success. Most people kind of overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate what they can do in five years. But I to give people to overestimate the amount of time than underestimate the time. And if they finish it early, great. Now they feel even more successful. And if they put a tight deadline and they miss it, and even if they see that step, they feel like, you know, I could have done it sooner. And, um, then the remaining, most of the remaining steps had to do with you know, releasing, transforming the limiting beliefs of the mind. So I have a daily empowerment journal that's part of those seven steps helps people to become more aware of the connection of how things happen. Like some things seem to, seem to just happen. If you're keeping track of it, you can see where the connections are and how that came about. Also, forgiveness and gratitude are an important part of that daily empowerment journal. You know, we have so many judgments about ourselves and maybe about others. Being able to identify those and release those on a daily basis frees up this tremendous amount of energy to go forward towards the really important in your life, and, and being grateful. And some people may be in a position where they go, well, what the hell do I have to be grateful?
And if you woke up today, you've got a, a new day, a new opportunity to go in a new direction and create new possibilities in your life. You know? Everybody has something to be grateful for, and acknowledging that is another powerful release of energy that motivates you in going forward. Hmm. Yeah, you so can... And I was saying you you kind of been um, hitting it on hitting it on the head throughout the interview, but I was gonna say if you could share one thing with the audience, what would it be? Yeah, the, the absolute one thing would be that process of connecting deeply to the heart, and then allowing yourself to kind of live in that place, you know. Because here's the thing: there's been lots of scientific studies done on this. You connect deeply that place inside of yourself at that heart level. You just allow yourself to stay there for a few minutes a day. There's several things that begin to happen. One is your creativity goes way up. Your ability to focus goes way up. Your, your intelligence actually goes up. Your brain actually starts to function at a more efficient level. Now, a bunch of things go down when you do this as well. The blood pressure goes down, the stress and anxiety level goes down, and blood pressure, if you have an issue with high blood pressure, that all goes down. The other thing is, it allows you, any time you want, you can go to this place. If you're facing a difficult question or challenge in your life, you can get the answer. Hmm. So the important thing, hopefully the important life questions are not something to figure out at the mental level. Your answers that already exist inside of you and don't do that place where the answer is, you're going to get it. And by practicing this for a week, maybe a month at the most, what you will find is that you get the answer before you've even finished asking the question. Because so many people waste a lot of time and energy trying to figure out the right thing to do or the right direction to go. When you learn how to go this place inside of yourself. It's a very simple process and can be learned in minutes. You've got a powerful tool for the rest of your life. You can always get the answers to your most important life questions. Hmm. So is that, is that like connecting to like um, like your higher power, it sounds like, or, you know, you're a God? Like, I, mean, you know, I, I myself, obviously, I consider myself a very spiritual person. I could even teach this to an atheist, and, and so I just call it the heart. Mm. And I, I'll just quickly describe the process for you in the way that I do it, the way that I teach it. I just simply invite someone to get into a comfortable and relaxed position, just sitting in a chair or sitting on the floor, just to gradually become aware of their breathing, and just notice how their breathing begins to grow more deep, gentle, and rhythmic. And after they feel themselves begin to relax more and more, I simply allow them or invite them to focus in on the area of their heart. And then visualize or imagine that they're actually breathing in and breathing out to that area of the heart. Then I invite them to visualize or imagine someone or something that they truly love unconditionally. It may be a parent or a child, it may be a pet. It really doesn't matter, but just something or someone they truly love unconditionally kind of activate that energy. Then just become aware of that loving, unconditionally loving energy growing, expanding more and more from the top of their head to the tip of their toes, 
all the way out here from your team. Then once they activated that and they feel that energy radiating within and around them, then they've got a pretty good connection to that heart level. And then they can begin to ask these questions. And the thing to know is that, you know, when you're first learning, it may take time. So giving yourself permission to take as much time as necessary. And when you ask these questions, recognize or be aware that you know, it may come in various forms. It may come to you in the form of a word or a phrase, or it may come to you in the form of an image or a picture, or it may simply come in the form of, you know, an urging to go in a particular direction. Right? If for any reason the answer comes to you in a way that you don't quite understand, you can always go back to you and ask that question again and ask that it be revealed to you in a way that you can easily understand. So that's the basic process. And, you know, as I said, I mean, any of your listeners that want, they can email me and I'll send them a copy of the book. I will also send them a couple other things that will help them in this process. I have a video that actually takes them through this process. Yeah, we actually, that was actually the next question. So how can they contact you or email you? Yeah, so right now I'm, I'm updating the website. So normally you could go on there and you put in your name and email. You don't, you don't even need to do that. Just contact me, and it's M, as in Mitchell, my first name. And then my last name, the hood, which is D as in David, A-H-O-O-D, at that gmail.com. M, the hood at gmail.com. Just let me know you you heard this interview on Chris's podcast here, and I'd be happy to send you not only the free copy of the Break to Genesis book, which is going to be retitled, Unleash the Power of Your Purpose. I'm going to send you one of my most powerful meditations, which is great, transforming and releasing the limiting beliefs that may be in your subconscious mind. I'll also send you a link to that video that basically takes you through that process connecting your heart in that deep place that you can get the answers to your most important life questions. Just contact me at email mthood at gmail.com. It would be my pleasure to send you those. All right. So I want to um, thank you for that, and I say I hope listeners take advantage of that. That's a lot of good information they should check out. Yeah, I'm saying, and then, yeah, then you, you mentioned this earlier because um, I'm kind of on the same thing. Like, what are some of your favorite books you like to read? Because you, you kind of saying, this, yeah, what are some books you like? Well, you know, I've actually got a couple of right in front of me. And uh, one of the early books when I was studying my, my therapy training was Using Your Brain for Change. Of 
for a lot of people, it just doesn't work for them. It's not that those things don't work. It's just that they don't have the right process. And so one of the things that's missing for a lot of people, especially with affirmations, is they don't connect to the heart first. Yeah. They, they, they make a mental process. They make a mental conscious process. Because I think it, it was like you were saying when you were talking about the golf thing earlier, like you have to feel it too. Like you just can't listen to it. You have to feel it and like really believe it. So I'm, right. tr- I'm really trying to do that with the affirmations too. Huh? It's the emotional component. And here's the reason why. Because I mean, scientifically, if you break down scientifically, and going back to science, everything is energy. Well, you know, the electromagnetic energy from the brain and anywhere in the body can be measured. And the brain, it only extends about six inches beyond the brain. The electromagnetic energy from the heart extends, I forget how far, but it's like six to eight feet, okay? So we're getting to quantum physics and we're talking about that, that field, the infinite possibility that's out there. You know, the six inches isn't quite enough to get into that field and, and, and create a transformation and create an energy that's going to bring about what it is that we want. Whereas the energy of the heart, it does extend into that field, begins to change that energy, and begins to create and manifest what we want. So that's why it's so important to connect there first before, you know, healing affirmations. And I, and I could do anything. I mean, for me, even though, you know, I, you know, I stutter a lot and whatever, and, but I want to do the best interview for you that I can, and, and so... I spent some time, you know, 10 minutes before we got on this call, and I went to that place. And I know if I go to that place, I'm going to be more calm. I'm going to hopefully speak a little bit more distinctly so that I'm easily understood or more easily understood. Anything you want to do, I guarantee you, don't make it a big deal. A couple minutes in the morning, a couple minutes at night, you know, and just notice after a few days, I just, Yeah, and I said I know with me, like I've been um, studying uh, like personal development, like metaphysics for like ten years now, and I don't know. I'm just, I guess I'm just really like it seems like the main theme is uh, really controlling your thoughts and you know what you think about. That's what you bring into life. So, would you agree with that or? People talk about the power of positive thinking. Yeah. Which I, I disagree with. Okay. I mean, there, there's a, a formula, and maybe you've, if you've gone to some personal development seminars, there's a thing that your, your thoughts lead to your feelings, equals your results. I think that's true as far as it goes, but I think it's missing a critical component. Where do your thoughts come from? Your thoughts, I believe, are fueled by your beliefs in your subconscious mind. Mm. So, you know, you, you can, if you just talk, you can consciously think about a positive thought, which is certainly better than the alternative. However, really getting into the subconscious and creating more powerful beliefs that will lead to more powerful thoughts, that will lead to more powerful actions, that will lead to more powerful results. Hmm. So that kind of like basically kind of what you were saying throughout the interview, just like you kind of have to go a little deeper and even be like, okay, why do I want this or why am I thinking this way? Absolutely. I mean, questions are so powerful. And asking the right questions can be so powerful. And, you know, in the, in the book, 
allow you to get really clear on anything and why it's important to you personally. And that might be costing you not, not to have that. That can be a powerful motivating force. But any questions that you ask at that place inside of yourself, you're going to get a powerful answer. So asking questions right. is just a powerful way to move forward. Because a lot of people, if they don't ask questions, or they don't know that if they ask a question, they can actually get the answer. They absolutely can. All right, I want to say thank you for coming through Politica with me today. Absolutely. It's been my pleasure, Chris. And, and I hope your listeners found value in it. And yeah, they, yeah, they've got my email. I'm just going to gmail.com. If they want to request any of the, the, the book or anything, or if they have questions about anything that I've, we've talked about today. Certainly, I, I welcome all questions. And I do my best to get back within 24 hours. It's certainly within 48. I will personally answer any questions. Anybody might have about anything that we talked about. Everything that just comes to mind that they are wondering about. All right, man. I want to say thank you. Is there anything we didn't cover you'd like to talk about? Huh? I was saying I'm it... doing good, you know? Is there anything you want to talk about? Oh, no, no, no. I just really, like I said, I just really appreciate you coming on the show. This is kind of like, uh, I like talking about the music, but uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a, like, I love music. I love the mind. It's the same. <laughs> so this stuff turns me on just as much as music, you know. Here's what so. I want to say about music specifically. Music is an incredibly powerful healing tool. It certainly can be. There's definitely certain types of music. The thing about music is it can instantly change your emotion, your attitude, your outlook on life. Yeah. So, just surrounding yourself with powerful music that does that for you. And when I'm working with clients, a lot of times I'll ask them to kind of like pick a theme song. You know, something that they, that when they hear it, you know, some people might be the rocket theme, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Any type of music, just really, when you hear it, it just you know, makes you feel great and makes you feel fully empowered to just go out there in the world and just, Conquer whatever there is to conquer. Or to achieve anything there is to achieve. So having a theme song that when you're feeling down, when you don't feel like doing what you need to do to get what you want to get, you know, playing that or just you know, having it run as a tape in your mind, you know, can kind of just get you enough out of that place where you will take the action. And then once you start taking the action, then you know, the momentum just builds and you go forward. Yeah, there's... Um... It's funny you say that because I, I was listening to Deepak Chopper. He said the same thing about music. Like, you can actually use that just as a form of meditation as well. Like you said, it takes you to a happy place. Yeah. You know, sometimes that's all you need. Sometimes you're just feeling down. And, hey, you know, I don't wake up. I'll be, I don't wake up every day feeling like, you know, my top of the world. There are days where I just feel, yeah, I don't want to get out of bed today. It'd be cool. You just kind of lay there. But, you know, I've got things to do. I guess, you know? And so... Either playing that music or other things, other techniques that I've learned, you know, just to get me enough up to okay, okay, I get moving. Once you get moving, then you're on your way. So, what was some of your favorite songs? Uh, I Feel Good by James Brown. Hmm. I, that's one that I like a lot. I do like the Rocky theme, you know. Um, I'm actually going to go, the music that I'm going to love tonight, I'm going to go to the Hollywood Bowl and, and hear Andrea Bocelli. It'll be the first time I've heard him live. But I'm really looking forward to that. And I like I like 
attitude. You know, so depending on what you feel like experiencing at any given time, there's music out there, and that's what's great about it, you know. And I'm not attached to any one particular. I, I like all kinds of music for all kinds of times and reasons. And, but specifically for what we're talking about here, and yeah, there's very specific types of, of music. And I, I, we haven't talked about it, but I've also created a whole series of chakra healing meditation that include a specific music for each of the seven main chakras in the body, the energy centers in the body, uh, the harmonize and balance those so they release any blockages within the body that may exist. And so, you know, with that type of music. 